Will you spend another summer working on your yard for your spouse, kids, and guests? Or would you rather spend the summer with your spouse, playing with the kids, and relaxing with guests? Hire Blue Duck Lawn Care to get the super healthy lawn you love and neighbors will envy. Blue Duck does the fertilizing and weed control. You just mow to get a lush, thick lawn. Best in your neighborhood. If it's got to be green, hire Blue. BlueDuckLawnCare.com. Remember, if it's got to be green, hire Blue. BlueDuckLawnCare.com. Good afternoon, 12.06 on a beautiful Sunday. Terry Stacy, along with Denny Smith. Good morning, darling. Good morning, my friend. And Kylan Talley here, Howdy too. Howdy do. <laughs> How did you do to you? <laughs> Go follow us on Facebook, First Day with Terry Stacy. You can catch us... Well, Everything that we do, wherever Terry's going, whoever we're interviewing, all of the fun right there on Facebook. It's sort of like where in the world is Carmen Diego? Yep. You know, you yeah, know, that, I like that. Only it's only it's Terry Stacy. It's the second hour and the final hour of the first day show, February twenty fifth. <laughs> I'll be speaking to the service club tomorrow at the. Uh, I don't think they call it the KFC anymore at seventy first in Keystone, but. I'll be headed over there. They'd like to talk about Fred Heckman. They do. Uh-huh. His birthday is November 11th. Yep. So I've got all kinds of stuff that I'm going to just share with them about. Good old Fred Heckman at the Fred Heckman with the service podium. Club, a lot of those guys are the mil- ex-military, yeah. and they have all you know retired from military or from law enforcement. They're a good group of guys. They truly are. Come with me. Uh, I'll be there at 11.30. May or may not be able to, but thanks for the invitation. You betcha. Yeah. Uh, Michael McDowell sits on the poll for the um, Better Health 400 Atlanta Motor Speedway and qualifying on Saturday. He starts on the front row for the second straight week, as does Joey Logano, who uh, qualified second for today's race. Green flag is scheduled to wave at 319, in case you're wondering. Do you have a favorite NASCAR driver? Uh, not so much anymore. Yeah. I don't anymore. Uh, it's just that the sport has changed for me. I don't know why, what's different about it. I'm watching, not watching the entire, I'm watching the beginning and I'm watching the end. But I'm not wrapped up in it like I usually am. I love the first race because that just gets my juices flowing. <laughs> hey, here's a Mega Millions reminder. Mega Millions will hold its next drawing at uh, on Tuesday night, 11 o'clock. Mega Million Jackpot has swelled to $563 <gasps> million. That's a, that's a threshold. Woo! I always say I'm that the lottery is a tax yeah. on stupidity. But yeah. I am all in. When it gets over a quarter of a million dollars, I'm in. Me I'm too. In. If Denny says he's in, no, uh, it's everyone's just, in. Let's it's go. An, no, it's an <laughs> entertainment expense, but it's a tax on stupidity. You know that. Because we're not going to win. No. Hey, that could pay for my vacations. Yeah. Do you play the same numbers? I always do quick picks of everything. I always do quick picks because I'm lazy. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Not that thoughtful. <laughs> um, so, listen, here are just a few things. We've got a, a, an interesting guest coming up. And Kylan, you watch me and mm-hmm. tell me when I need to wrap it up because it's a good conversation. Uh, Ten things you should always do on a Monday. Fill up your gas tank. It's usually the cheapest day of the month or the week, they say. I think it's Wednesday. Uh, you should always start a diet on a Monday. You should always schedule a surgery on a Monday. Uh, knowing that the morning is the safest time of day to go under the knife. Researchers have said it. Wow. I know. 
So huh. schedule a, early morning on a Monday. <laughs> you should always gossip with your coworkers on a Monday because the Mondays always brings the blues. And they say humans as social animals need to feel happy and comfortable back in our place in a tribe setting. But gossip is always about somebody else's misery. So that makes you feel better? That's what it says. Uh. These are things you should be doing on Monday. Dine out. Mondays are stressful enough without the need to prepare a homemade meal. You should always dine out on a Monday. Where did you come up well, with this And you're list? recovering from the weekend's cleaning, so come on. Right. Yeah. yeah. Give yourself a break. You should always buy a house on a Monday. If you're in the market for a new home, you'll want to be strategic with the day of the week. You close the deal, and it means major savings, major losses. Monday is the best day to close. Greg and, Lisa, to Money and Greg and Lisa are going to be with us next week, Crossroads Collective. Always invest in the stock market on a Monday. Oh. That's what they say. Um, and there's a lot of market factors involved in choosing Monday. Wash your hands on a Monday. That's what I it hope says. every day. I was going to say, Kai, Monday we should too. be washing our hands. Head to the gym on Monday. Now, coming up. <laughs> You can't drop a depth charge like that. No, you love this story. The spotted lanternfly is in Indiana. If it's not stopped, not snot, but if it's not stopped, it can can be bad news for fruit trees and our own trees. There's two dogs that are working to eradicate them in our state before they hatch in the spring. That story is coming up next on 93 WIBC. I like New Year's. I like Mondays. I like first of the month. Notebook paper, wet cement, the moment's never been touched. I like knowing that there's something that I haven't messed up. Cause I will, and I do, and I'm supposed to. Welcome back to the first day on 93 WIBC. It's Terry Stacy along with Kylan Tally, and we've been hearing that there have been some sightings of the terrible spotted lanternfly here in Indiana now. Now, I know from experience what happened with the emerald ash borer, and we lost all of our trees because of that awful creature. But the spotted lanternfly is even worse, I'm told. And I saw a story in the Star about a really interesting way the DNR is tracking them down. And here to talk about it is nursery inspector with the Indiana DNR, Callie Bontrager. How are you, Callie? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me today. You bet. The spotted lanternfly is a growing threat to Indiana. Explain to everybody why this is such a bad bug. Here in Indiana, so far we've found it in basically four areas. An area between Elkhart and South Bend. There's also an area in Huntington. A third area is in Chesterton, Indiana, in Porter County, and the other one's down in Switzerland County. The problem with this insect is that it not only does it like Tree of Heaven, which is an invasive species in and of itself, that's one of its preferred hosts, but it also likes about 100 other things, including grapes, most of the fruit fruit trees, a lot of it are nut trees. So we look at some of those industries being greatly affected by this insect coming in. It's also a very dirty insect. The adults, when they feed and the younger ones actually excrete um, a sugary substance. Okay. (laughs) And it's very sticky and it grows something we call sooty mold on it. And it's a very unsightly thing. And in, in a population where it is a problem, it does feel like rain. I've been in Huntington where it's the core of it is, and it's just, a nasty, sticky mess. Oh. It also that mess also attracts um, a lot of stinging insects, honeybees, bald-faced hornets, um, other types of wasps. There's the whole human factor coming into it, also. 
And it's such a beautiful bug. <laughs> it re- yeah, it really is. It's, it's really so neat pretty. To see in I know, too. But I, yeah, <laughs> but it's but it's awful. What it can what it can possibly do. And that thread, as we yeah. mentioned, been listening to about this this uh, spotted lanternfly for a couple of years, a few years. Is there anything we can do to protect our trees, our fruit trees, our all of our trees? Just keeping an eye out for it will help. You find it, especially this time of year, where it's just the eggs. You can smash those egg masses. And then report it. Let us know where it's at. There are insecticides that can be used if it's actually on your trees. You know, that is always helpful, too. But again, when you start using insecticides, you start getting in the possibility of harming our good insects. Yeah. The main thing is trying to make sure we catch the populations when they're smaller. Like, hopefully, the population in Chesterton is fairly small, I think. I need that. It's actually my territory, and I'm going to be spending some time going back through there and seeing how far out it bred. Tree of heaven, get rid of your tree of heaven, because that is one of those first, what we call the indicators, the adults really like. It is an invasive tree anyways. Your job, Callie, is a nursery inspector. Let's talk about Q and Epic. Beautiful Australian shepherds, they're brothers. First of all, are they yours? Do they belong to you? They do belong to me, but they are not biological brothers. (laughs) How about that? They actually came from two different breeders, and I own them both. They are mine. Here's yes. the cool thing, everybody. If you didn't read this story, they are participants in a new approach to finding the spotted lanternfly. So in your spare time, we should let everybody know she's a dog trainer. So this was something that you're really good at anyway, right? You can train dogs. I hope I can train dogs. Yes, <laughs> I've been crazy dog person training for over 25 years. I love to work with my dogs. They are my they are my hobby. Oh, so then explain what you're doing with these beautiful creatures, these beautiful dogs of yours. You're teaching them to track down the spotted lanternfly. Yes, correct. Uh, A couple years ago, my boss, Megan Abraham, sent me a video of the dog in Pennsylvania doing some work on spotted with spotted lanternfly and. They use them to look for it on containers and things like that. I was very intrigued. I have friends that actually participate in this. There's a whole sport called scent work. They've been doing that for, I don't know, forever. It seems like for at least five years, probably more than that, probably closer to 10 years. So I dabbled in it a little bit. But when she sent me that, I was like, I want to try this. I want to try this with my dogs. I think my friends can help me. And they have. Um, it's been a bit of a learning curve because it's a odor of the insect egg is so minute compared to what dogs train for in scent work. So okay. my boss gave me the go ahead and after lots of mistakes and lots of, oh, that didn't work and other things that happened. Yeah. Um, this is the first year that I would consider we're out in the field working. The idea would be for me to go on an outlier area and see if I could find it. Maybe we caught some in a trap or, okay, we know, know their egg masses at this particular tree. How far out from there is it? At least that's the idea right now. Oh, I see. Kylan? There is a lot of experimenting when it comes to trying to find these spotted lanternflies and being able to teach them to do that. What does that training look like for the dogs? The idea is that you train the dog for your scent, which for my dogs is the actual egg mass. That's what they're looking for. You have some with you? Actually, what I use, are they're called get scent tubes, and it's a special plastic that was made to hold the odor of whatever you put it with. Oh. So, because when I first started training, I did not want to bring the egg masses anywhere yeah. away from where they already were. Because my biggest fear was that five years down the road, somebody says, hey, Callie, there's a spotted lantern fly near you. 
did you lose some of this? That was my big fear was that I would it would end up in my area before it got here naturally. So that's what they train on. I have a jar of the live egg masses. I put the tubes in there for about 24 hours, let it absorb that odor, and then those, that's good for about six months. And the dogs have actually, they, as you said, it's been up and down and trial and error. The dogs are doing it, aren't they? They're finding them. Yeah, I'm very happy with what they're doing right now. They show me every time we go out on actual field work instead of just the, the training that, yeah, they. I think they've got it. It was which is really nice. So that happened really recently with my younger dog, Epic. And he, he said, it's here. And we were trying to work <laughs> on towards a, another tree where I knew it was. <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I thought maybe the wind was blowing it towards him because it was pretty windy that day. And those are things we think about. And I finally got him to go back down to the tree I knew there was. And so he found it and came, turned around, looked at the other tree he was on. And I saw, yep, sure enough, just off to the one side underneath the bark flap, there was some of the egg masses there that was. I didn't see from where he was at at the time. I took him back and let him work that tree one more time. And when he indicated, like, I really rewarded him for that. That's the advantage of having the dogs because understand that, you know, they're not necessarily always at eye level and they're hard for us to spot these egg yes. masses. What do they look like? And would we see them right now? Yes. This would be the time you see them. You'll see them all the way through until May. Usually in May, they start hatching out, May, June. And then they almost look like a piece of clay or gray mud at this point in time. Oh, okay. The small, yeah, very the small. Yeah, female lays something over top of those eggs Ooh. to try and camouflage them. God's creatures, great and small. It's amazing what he's yeah. given them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, truly. So there are gray in color. And how? so how big? Small, very, very small, Callie? The egg masses themselves, there's usually about roughly 50 eggs in the egg mass, give or take a few. And they're only about two inches long, maybe a little bit longer oh, and about an yeah. inch wide, typically. And they will be on any part of the tree. They'll be down low. They'll be up top. They tend to like to lay them on the underside of the, the branches, but not all the time. A lot of times they're right on the bark. For things like Tree of Heaven, where it's a very smooth bark, once you know where you're looking at it, it's pretty easy to see. But like the tree that Epic was hitting on, where it got underneath the bark a little bit, was a big cottonwood. And the bark oh, was wow. flaky and it was coming off a little bit. So they, But they will lay their eggs on anything. I mean, rocks, pieces of plywood, cars, trailers, okay. one of the things that... Some of the other states that have them also have their dogs checking trailers and stuff. And I did, when I was in Huntington, I do, if we see a trailer or campers that's been sitting there for a while, we'll, I'll run the dogs across it to see if they can find anything. How I found this story was I was looking for what I'm hearing are morel mushroom hunting dogs. <laughs> As we get closer to them, that's... I, I, I wish I could figure that one out, but I can't ever find enough morels that I'm willing to sacrifice. So. I know. Make a lot of money, Callie. Um, I know, I know. <laughs> but if it, I didn't eat them all first. Right, right. Kylan, did you have another question? When you do spot a spotted lanternfly, if you are lucky enough to see these eggs before they come back from winter... yeah. What's the proper thing to do? You report to DNR, and what's the proper way to dispose of them before they get rid of all of our plants and trees and everything? They really are pretty easy to just smash. When we're out doing egg scraping, we take paint scrapers and just run those right across them, and and they will squish. Oh, my gosh. we got to get rid of them. Yeah, that's really the easiest way to do it. Callie, how fast can they take down? I watched how quickly that the emerald ash board killed our ash trees. How quickly can spotted lanternflies take something and kill it? Is it pretty fast? 
I think it depends on what species it is. I know like grapevines, they can do a lot of damage very quickly, but the tree of heaven, which seemed to tolerate it, seemed to be okay for a while. I think it really varies. The problem with them too is is when they attack the fruit of, like, our fruit trees or the grapevines. The wine industry is very concerned because they attack the fruit. It gives the fruit a different flavor. And I think everybody should be aware of it because, again, we're spotting it in different parts of our state, but they have arrived. If anybody thinks they might have spotted an egg mass or any life stage of the spotted lanternfly, you can call 866-NO-EXOTIC, or you can also send uh, an email to DEPP, D-E-P-P, at at dnr.in.gov. Callie Bontrager, she's a nursery inspector with the Indiana DNR. She heads out and she visits nurseries and now she's got Epic and Q and they're looking for the spotted lanternfly. Callie, thank you so much for the good information. We're so proud of Q and Epic. Thank you again for having me. I appreciate that. It's 1226. Coming up, can omega-3s make a difference for those that are diagnosed with a lung disease? The answer, after the news on 93 WIBC. I will lay down my heart mm. And I'll feel the power But you won't know you won't. Oh boy, I know that voice uh-huh. This is 2023 Carmel High School graduate Maggie Iger She's good She just earned a ticket to the Hollywood portion of American Idol with Isn't this cover Isn't it great? She's beautiful she hey, got it. Speaking she's of Carmel, the, the, it. the boys set a 10-year record. The yeah, boys right. swim team won last night. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yesterday. And again, keep watching Maggie. She's going to I think she's going to continue on mm-hmm. and on and on through this process of American Idol. I hope I hope I hope. Uh, also, before we get to our next guest, the first case of measles in Indiana has been reported by the Department of oh. Health. This is a, a, a confirm a Lake County resident contracted the highly contagious respiratory disease. This spreads like wildfire if you have not had, or if your children have not had the vaccine. Symptoms start with a a fever, cough, runny nose, and red eyes, usually about one to two weeks after exposure, but can appear up to 21 days. So again, your fever can get as high as 105 degrees. So uh, watch out. It's in Indiana, just like the spotted Yikes. lanternfly. Yeah, Everything's boy. coming at us all at once. Uh, Bo Rayleigh, the founder of Exercise Incorporated, has a degree in kinesiology. I'd like to remind you of that. But he's been researching the findings of omega-3s. I spoke with him on Friday about what he's learned. 34 million people in the U.S., and this is adults, live with some type of chronic lung disease like asthma or chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, which we often call COPD. What happens in COPD is the passageways leading to the lungs start to become inflamed and and swell over time. They constrict. That's why it's chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, because air coming in and out is is limited. Well, last June, the American Journal of Respiratory and Critical Care uh, published a study showing that omega-3 fatty acids can slow declining lung function in folks with COPD. This was the first study ever published showing that uh, omega-3 fatty acids can actually have a positive effect for people with lung disease. Now, here's the thing about lung disease, something like COPD. You're not going to reverse it. But anything you can do to, to slow down the progression of the disease is going to give the person a much greater quality of life. The cool thing about this study was they literally looked at 15,000 Americans 
and track their health over seven years, and they looked specifically at people with lung disease. And what they found was people with with higher omega-3 status in their blood who had the lung disease, the lung disease was much less severe in people who had higher levels of omega-3. So now, uh, believe it or not, that study was published in June. In October, the University of Virginia published a completely separate study where they looked at the effect of blood plasma levels of omega-3 fatty acids in the progression of pulmonary fibrosis. So this study looked at a completely different lung disease. So this study looked at 300 people who had pulmonary fibrosis, again, examined their omega-3 fatty acid levels, and found that people who had higher omega-3 fatty acid levels their lungs functioned better, they were able to exchange carbon dioxide better, and they were able to survive a lot longer without needing a lung transplant. Wow. So what's cool about this is we've known for a long time, and we have lots of research, and we've talked about it, that omega-3 fatty acids can help prevent heart disease and have a really positive effect on your cardiovascular system. But there's never been any studies done showing that omega-3 fatty acids can have a positive effect on people with, with lung disease. So here within six months, we have two, public, two studies published on two different lung diseases showing this really positive association uh, for omega-3 fats and, and lung disease. So let's talk about omega-3 fatty acids and what you need to do to get plenty of them. So there's only a few places to get them. Uh, one kind of omega-3 fatty acids called ALA or alpha-linolenic acid, you can get that from walnuts, from seeds, and even chia seeds. But the more important omega-3 fatty acids, DHA and EPA, they come from from fish fat, mostly from salmon and from uh, trout and from cold water fish. The other place we can get them from is from walnuts and macadamia nuts. Those are both great sources of omega-3 fatty acids. Eating salmon, you have to make sure you're eating the right kind of salmon because if you eat farm-raised salmon, its omega-3 fatty acids are very low compared to wild-caught salmon. The reason you need wild-caught salmon is is the salmon doesn't actually make its own omega-3s. It gets it from eating plankton, and uh, the plankton actually gets it from eating microalgae. So there's an entire food chain that has to happen for us to get omega-3 fatty acids from salmon. We also have talked about in the past how you can get it from beef, but only if you eat the right kind of beef. What we've learned is if you eat conventional beef that's fed corn, the omega-3 fatty acid profile in that meat is really, really low. But if you eat cows that are grass-fed and they get to walk around and eat green grass all day long, the omega-3 fatty acid profile in that that, uh, beef is really high so you know when we eat beef that doesn't eat grass when we eat eggs that you know from chickens that don't eat bugs and grass we get lower omega-3 levels in our blood and and our body has to do a lot more to fight diseases like lung disease and again i recommend i recommend supplementation i was going to say what do you think about that what about taking just a supplement and and i and i take it every day so how much do you take i take two grams a day okay you can take, the FDA recommends you can safely take up to five grams a day. You know, tons of fish oil supplements out there. 
just take your time and do some research. Make sure you feel like you're buying something that's high quality because quality really matters when it comes to that. And, you know, if you're going to do something like that, again, we always recommend talk to your doctor first. There you go. Yeah, make sure you talk to your doctor. But, but the great thing is we're learning that, you know, something as simple as omega-3 fatty acids can, can improve not only your heart health, but now can be protective for your lungs, especially in inflammatory lung conditions like COPD. That's Bo Rayleigh, my friend Bo Rayleigh, the founder of Exercise Inc., exerciseinc.com. Here we go. <laughs> this is the Price of Right song. Yeah, Denny didn't know what he was signing up for this morning. The Price is Right is coming to Nashville, Indiana. You can see it live on February 28th if you want to go in person. I've done it. So we're going to play a little bit of Price is Right here. Again, closest number without going over gets it. Um, Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. What do we get? You you get get to be the winner. Okay, you get to be the winner. That means there's no prize. Bragging rights? Bragging rights. All right. That works, yeah. With you two ladies, that's something. Now, I will just preface this. These questions are taken from BuzzFeed, so I don't know. I don't know the statistics. Dear Lord of heaven. They're going to be fun. All All right, right. ready. Here we go. What is the retail price of this Cuisine Art coffee and tea package? It comes with an eight-cup coffee machine, an electric kettle, an espresso machine, and four espresso cups with Uh, matching saucers. uh, I'm going to go with that is $100. No, 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 no. no. I'm going, uh, I'll go 89. Oh, Terry with 100 and Denny with 89. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. The answer was 939. Holy crap. (laughs) What's it made of? Gold. Terry you're, wins, but by wow. golly. You're getting like three different you, machines. Well, you, you need to give A us more details. All right, all right, let's move on. All right. <laughs> Terry won. Okay. Well, inflation. Inflation. Okay. Here we go. BuzzFeed my <laughs> fanny. Okay. What is the retail price of this designer accessory bundle from Fendi? Okay. It includes a oh. leather bag. Oh, boy. A pair okay. of sunglasses. Eek. A gold bracelet uh-huh. and a pair of earrings. One thousand seven hundred and twenty-nine dollars. One thousand twenty-two hundred dollars. <gasps> Terry, is it? Did it win? Twenty-five thirty. Uh, Two thousand five hundred thirty dollars. This thing is rigged. Good job, Terry. All right, How's one a man more. supposed to know this stuff? <laughs> one more. You can come back with this one, Denny. All right. Bring it home for a tie. What is the retail price of this power tool set? Oh. The set comes with three <laughs> saws that are capable of cutting through steel, oh. aluminum, and wood. Denny perked up with that one. <laughs> All right. Do you have a brand name? Do you no. have? Are they battery powered or are they electric powered? Electric. Electric powered. Uh, I'll I'll say two hundred and thirty nine dollars. I will go with four hundred dollars. Oh, Terry, with it again. <laughs> yeah. Answer six hundred. Get out there. Six hundred dollars. So they don't know where Amazon is. <laughs> this all started. Price is right. Coming to Indy, uh, Indiana, Indiana, right? Nashville, Nashville. Mm-hmm. Indiana, I wonder if they're the as rigged as this show is. Denny, we've got food news coming up next on ninety-three WIBC. Oh boy. It's 12.49 on a beautiful Sunday. Terry Stacy, Denny Smith, Kyle and Tally with food news. 
I've got this, everybody singing. Oh, I love it. This past All-Star Weekend, we got to have a lot of celebrities come into town to try the fantastic food we cool. have here. That was pretty cool. There were so many shout-outs all across the board, giving some kudos to the wonderful local spots that we have here. And we have the owner of one of them to talk with us about some of those reviews. Which one? Chicken Scratch Indie on Keystone Oh, my gosh. Yummo. We have Chef Tia. Chef Tia, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today. Talk about what those reviews did for your business. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's been crazy. We literally had to close early last night because we sold out of all our products before (laughs) we could even get through the whole day. Like, it has been crazy. That's awesome. That's a good crazy. It is a good crazy. Yes, it is a good crazy. Definitely a good crazy for sure. So do you take it for real? Are you going to reorder more? Or <laughs> That's the big question. Is it a one-off or is it going to keep going, you think? No, it's been two consecutive weeks at this point. Like We've, we've consecutively been busier um, by anywhere from 25 to 50% per day. Like Literally, it's, it's just been overwhelming and it's amazing. It really, really is. So we're definitely going to have more product on hand. We're definitely going to make sure that we're able to feed everybody as much as we possibly can, like, without selling out. Mm-hmm. But not with the—your quality is still going to be there. You're, you have fantastic food. What does it mean to be able to share this fantastic food with people, especially around Indy, but around the whole world? Well, it means the world to me, for sure, because this is my passion. This is what I love to do. Um, I've definitely always been all about quality and integrity of food. So this is—I mean, this, this means everything to me, literally. Chef Tia, I want to know about the the business. I want to know about how you got started. What led you into this direction? Has it been kind of scary? Um, but tell us about it. What what? When did you start making good food and then saying, I, I want my own place? So I've literally been cooking all my life. I come from a family, like a, a family of cooks. Like everybody in my family pretty much knows how to cook. My grandparents had a barbecue restaurant. My grandfather was a pit master. So it's kind of in my bloodline. Um, I'd say I really wanted to get serious about cooking. I was working in a restaurant and I started out as a server there. I ended up going to the kitchen at one point in time. And literally, um, once I started cooking in the kitchen, I was like, this is what I want to do. And at that moment I decided I went to culinary school. Um, I got serious about it Wouldn't work some other places. Um, but literally like the only thing I've ever done all my life is, work in restaurants literally that's those are the only jobs i've ever held i maybe work at a warehouse maybe once or twice but other than that i've literally only worked in restaurants so in uh, 2018 i believe is when i took possession of well 2019 actually is when i took possession of my first restaurant chef tn company mm-hmm. um uh-huh. i went there uh, i totally remodeled it um it was it was a german style sausage restaurant and it was hideous. I'm not going to lie to you. It was, really hideous. <laughs> it was hideous. It's a 180 yes, from where interior, you're at. <laughs> like they built walls in front of walls and they oh. made fake windows oh. on the walls. Oh, it was no. weird. It was like plaster. It was like that textured like plaster. Oh, they yeah. put all with over the, the walls. The brick coming it was out. everywhere. It was oh. red. It was just, it was red and, and tan. Oh. It was just, I mean, I'm telling you, they had fake flowers everywhere, fake vines all over the place. It was, it was really, really bad. I'm telling you. You know, here so, at WIBC, we are really champions of small business and it mm-hmm. takes such courage to start a business. 
Do you still have sleepless nights, or are you getting through the nights okay? I Well, I have a, a four-month-old, so that probably will be contributing <laughs> oh to gosh. me not getting very much sleep. But um, I say the business will, you know, I take care of the business so that the business can handle itself. Good. So essentially, like, I try to make sure that I maintain the integrity of, like, my customers um, with uh, having good staff that is going to be able to support me and help me to be able to run my business. So. I come home and I feel good and I can I can sleep at night not worrying that um, everything is, is going to go awry if I'm not there or something like that. So I sleep okay. Way to go. Way mm-hmm. to go. You've, yeah. you've had a lot of thoughts just with keeping this business going, but you've also had some thoughts for the future. Can you share any future prospects for your company? So, uh, so what we, we're planning to do um, in the next few months I'm actually going to do a sit-down location for Chicken Scratch. Mm. Um, This is my only location. Uh, There are other Chicken Scratch that um, was with a former business partner who I'm no longer associated with. Um, They don't serve the same food and things like that that I serve. The menu is the same, but it's not my food. So um, I plan to have a sit-down establishment um, for Chicken Scratch because this current location is carry-out only. So I do plan to have a sit-down establishment, and I will be going back to um, my first restaurant, Chef Tia and Company, and I will be reopening that brand. It'll be a different location, but I will be reopening that brand where we specialize in Cajun and Creole-style foods. Fantastic. For anybody that doesn't know, um, tell us where you are now for that you know, carry-out. Where, where are you? Okay. Uh, we're at 5308 North Keystone Avenue here in Indianapolis. Fifty-eight zero three. The recipes. Fifty-three zero eight. Fifty-three zero eight. North Keystone Avenue. Okay. For the recipes, the food that you cook, do you uh, do you use incorporate you know family recipes that have been handed down from generations? Do you have any? Do you do that too a little bit? Honestly, I, maybe one that I use. But to be perfectly honest with you, these are my recipes. These are things that I've. Um, curated over the years and things that I've perfected just over time. Fantastic. Like I, I make my own that. sauces, my own seasonings, everything just all of us from scratch. When what's you your do- what's your favorite thing to cook? I know it's a hard question because you can cook so many things, but do you have a favorite one to cook? Um, it, it's not even something that we serve at this current restaurant. It's something that I serve at my previous restaurant. But lamb chops, I love making lamb chops. Ah. They're so delicious. I really, really love making lamb chops, and I can't wait to reopen the restaurant so we can Aww. get back to serving those lamb chops again. Uh, how about a question about the sausage? Is it andouille sausage? What type of sausage are you doing? Uh, no, sausage. No, sausage. 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 No. The sausage, Sorry, she, yeah. She had the German sausage. food before, and that's The no, German food, I'm right. thinking. No, you're okay. fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, whoa. Now, now, at the restaurant, uh, at Chetia and Company, we do... Um, have an andouille sausage that we get, we bring in from New Orleans specifically that is uh, specially made down in, down in uh, Louisiana. So uh, we got some really good quality stuff that we're going to be serving there as well. So all of it, I'm telling you, all of it is good. All of it is, is fresh. All of it is quality for sure. Listen, we heard. Amen. <laughs> Boy, did we hear. We heard, and that is outstanding. We really want to find out what that power of an influencer can do for a business, and and we just yeah. loved it that you got that ten, uh, that uh, that national attention. And we just wanted yeah. to tell you we're cheering for you, and congratulations you. on the success, and we're looking forward to seeing what's next. 
Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. We can't wait to keep up with her. It's Chef Tia of Chicken Scratch Indie over on Keystone. Go to orderchickenscratch.com to order for any of that carryout. Chef Tia, fantastic. Can't wait to keep tabs on Thank her you. and all that she's doing. I love her confidence. Thank you That's so really much. Thanks, she's Jeff. terrific. All right. Oh. And just like that, we got to go. Denny, thanks for today. You bet, girl. Thank hey, you. Real Good quick, to see you, can I give a food deal? Because oh, yeah. Wendy's and Cinnabon are partnering together. And guess what? You can get free Cinnabon pull-aparts on February 29th until 10.30 to celebrate Leap Year. Do you need to be on an app with the app? Or you just walk in and get them? Just walk in. I might go to many locations. Don't tell anybody. (laughs) I think you would be alone. I think we've all figured out how to do that. Don't forget 53rd and Keystone, though. (laughs) Chef Tia. Yeah, she's terrific. If you missed anything, first day with Terry Stacey on Facebook and WIBC.com. Atta girl. Thanks, Kylan. Thank you all for listening today. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. The news is next. 93 W. YBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. (laughs) 